ever been sitting around in a group of people and you can everybody has an opinion, has an idea about what's going on? Here's the question for you. What do you really know? I mean, when you really break it down, what do you know? Let's talk about it. There is no doubt about it in my mind. It's a conspiracy. This whole indebted thing, I mean, this whole thing that we do with our money and, and in our lives in general, I, I kind of want to believe it's a, it's a conspiracy. It's something that, we, that, we're, that we're fighting back against. I mean, let's face it. Finances are always a big issue in any relationship. Even if you're single, finances always become that big issue that you can't seem to get away from. And yet what happens? Everyone you know is in debt. And most of us don't have the skills to manage those finances. And of course, what would be the fix for that? I mean, if you really think about it, what would be the big fix in all of that to make sure everybody was fiscally responsible and we weren't all swimming in debt? We had choices. We could live the lives we want to live financially. Well, my thinking is because we have a national education system, we have the requirement that our kids go to school, maybe that would be a good place to start. I mean, think about it. How cool would it be if like you you taught sent your kids off to this this entity, this organization that actually taught them the essentials of life, right? And and one of those things, one of those primary essentials of life would be finances. Another another essential of life that might help us out in our in our in our experience of living is how to manage and and relationships, how to manage the the relationships we have with the people we love and the people around us in general, right? Have you ever noticed that that's one those are two elements of our educational system that don't exist? You know, you have all these people on social media and everywhere else talking about, here, I'm a life coach, I'll help you get your life in order. But aren't we kind of doing that a little backwards? I mean, let's face it. When we're young, we are all collected together in these institutions called school. And yet we don't get taught these things. So until we're swimming in debt and we're 30 years old and we're overweight and we don't know how to get up off the couch and work out. And there's just so many other aspects of our life where we have deficits. Doesn't it seem to you that that would be part of the plan in order for us to get ready for the things we all face? all these stressors that create the life we live. I wonder what the hell's going on with that. What do you what do you think about it? Do you think it's an accident or maybe there is some sort of conspiracy because the dumber we are, the more uneducated, the less knowledge we have, the easier it is for us to be manipulated. You think you're not being manipulated? Well, I guess that maybe comes down to what you know. All right, say what you will about it. It doesn't really matter. You don't have to agree with this, but let's just take a look at the facts. The truth is there's a reason your finances are not where they're supposed to be. There's a reason you're swimming in debt. And the truth is it's probably because you don't acquire, you haven't acquired the skills. You don't have the skills to actually manage that money in a way that makes it the most productive it can be for you, that gives you the biggest benefit which is also the case with our choices, right? In the same manner as we manage our money, we're kind of a random, it's kind of a random act the way we choose our lives. Go ahead and think about that for a minute. How did you come up with the idea to live the life you're living? Take a look around at your life, all of the things in it, without any judgments on my part about whether I should you value them or not. That's your call. But I'm saying just take a look at where you're at. How did you... How did you come to that? How did you get to that package deal that is your life? 
Is it because you spent your entire time in school learning about how to live a good life and who you were and, and discovering what inspires you? Was there, did you have the class, it's called Live Inspired, where your teacher's up there and she's all into her business or he's all into his business about how to wake up every day excited about the things you do to be careful with your money and to make sure that you have good, solid relationship skills? So you can be successful in life, so you can wake up every day in life and be excited about the things you get to do? Conspiracy or not, the world doesn't give two shits about you, right? Then the world is, I mean, there's no one in in, in Washington, D.C. that's going to say, hey, listen, I think we dropped the ball on this. We're not teaching these kids how to manage their money. And what happens? Well, I mean, look at your life. You're in debt. You're living paycheck to paycheck. Chances are you don't have more than $10,000 in the bank. And one major catastrophe in your life is over. I mean, let's face it. How long can you live without an income? If you were to suddenly become unemployed, how long would you be able to survive and maintain the lifestyle that you're living? We're all sitting on the precipice of a big disaster. And yet we tend to think, oh yeah, I got it. I got this handled. But the question you have to ask yourself, or you might want to ask yourself, I don't know, is what do I really know about this stuff? And how am I improving my position in life? I think what's funny about it is when I have this conversation, a lot of people, you know, there's nothing I change about my life. My life is perfect. Really? That's, that's, kind, of the, that's kind of something a rock would say. I mean, a rock sitting there, it's like, hey, rock, what do you want to be? Well, I'm a rock. What do you want me to be? Right? It's kind of the same logic as that, but yet you have the ability at any given point to learn something new, to acquire some new skill that enhances the, the, the experience of living. I mean, if you, if you get to spend every day being pissed off or you have the choice to spend every day smiling and happy about the things you do, I mean, just, I don't know, what would you, what would you prefer? If you have the choice to spend every day doing crap you hate or spend more time doing crap you love, let's let's talk about that. I mean, what would you prefer to be doing? And the truth is, it's not because it, it can't happen, because it can. The reason it's not going to happen is because of what you know. Now, we, we really get screwed up, and I, I get it's the, it's the noise machine. It's that screen you have that you carry around. And the, and the justification for having a phone is you're so important that you can't miss a call. But yet, that's not the truth either. But we believe that, right? Oh, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Why? Uh, someone might need to get a hold of me. Really? Who, how many of us are actually that important? But again, we know that we need that phone. Why? Because that's what we've been taught. And that's the that's the big struggle that we face. I show up here every day and people go, eh, I don't want to listen to him. Well, of course you don't want to listen to me. Doesn't match anything you think. Doesn't match what you know. Well, how can this how can this guy that, that's come from nowhere could be telling me information that I need to know? And of course you walk away. There's the big problem. Again, back to the idea of why we choose the life we did. Why did you choose the life you did? Well, in your mind, if you're like most people, my guess is you chose it because, you know, you love the idea of owning a house and it's the American dream. I mean, it makes, if this is success right here, come on, how can I be any different, right? You know, and I get criticized. Well, you're the one living in a trailer house. And what's ironic about that or any choice we make is that, you know, we sure, we, we believe in our minds. Hey, yeah, this is my choice. I made this choice. I came up with this idea all on my own. That's what we believe. 
And more than that, we believe that there isn't a better choice to be made out there. But here's a question for you. If that choice you've made is the best choice you can make in your life, then why do you go on vacation? Oh, I need a vacation. I got to get away. Oh, And you'll spend $10,000 to travel to Florida for a week, right? And why would that be? If you're living such a perfect life, why do you want to go do things that are fun? And this is what's most ironic about that whole situation. Is that even when someone says, hey, listen, have you tried this? The response isn't, wow, really? You think I could? Where, where, where you get excited about it? An example would be the other day, I'm, I stopped over at a guy's RV and there was another guy sitting there and he's, he's working his ass off and he's a young guy, he's a lineman and he's talking about debt and he had to buy a truck and this and that. And I asked him, I says, did you know that if you wanted to, you could take six months a year off and the quality of your life wouldn't diminish? And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, if you were able to earn the money you make now in a year, in six months, you could technically have six months off. Or the other way you could do it is if you were able to live on half as much money as you do now, you could have six months a year off. And, and I'm not taking ownership of this. This is a concept that was, was uh, sp- first mentioned in, in Tim Ferriss's book, The uh, Four-Hour Workweek, right? But the young man looks at me and he's kind of scratching his head. Now, my logic is if you're going to spend $10,000 on a vacation, when someone comes along and says, hey, listen, how would you like to have a six-month vacation? It seems to me that you'd be all excited about it. And guess what? I shared that information with that young man. He didn't get excited about it. He probably went back to drinking his beer, and then um, today he's working, and that idea is so far gone, he will never remember it. And like his father, like his grandfather, like everyone around him, chances are he's going to work his ass off until he's too old to have fun or do anything he enjoys, and then he's going to start thinking about having fun. And it all comes down to what you know. The good news is it's not too late. The good news is there's still time for you to go ahead and get on board with this whole idea of of capturing the things you need to know in order to live your best possible life. You want six months, a year off? Let's do it. Let's do it. And it starts with figuring out what you need to know. All right, let's go ahead and talk about things and areas of your life where the more knowledge you have, the better life you're going to live. And I'm not talking about earth-changing decisions like selling everything and moving into an RV. All I'm talking about is things that you can do where you're like, wow, that 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 friggin' works pretty good. I've already mentioned it. I'll mention it again. Two areas of concern. The first area of concern is your financial stability. Understanding finances, understanding money, understanding how money works, understanding how to make money how to preserve money, how to budget is an essential life skill. Because let's face it, when people who don't know how to manage their money don't have money, people who don't know how to manage their money do not have financial independence. So how do you suppose you would get better at that? I mean, what things would you need to know in order to be able to manage your money in a way that you're actually living debt-free or that you have a strategy where at some point in the near future, not when you're 65, but in the near future, in the next four or five years where you're actually living debt-free and that gives you an opportunity to launch in a new direction because you have the money you need, your money's not tied up, you have the time, you have the energy, and, and you have the knowledge to move forward. Let me ask you this. How much money do you owe 
this month? How much money did you spend between the first of the month and now? How much money did you spend on Wednesday? What did you spend it on? There's a good chance if you're like most Americans, you don't you can't you can't come up with those numbers. You don't have time to come up with those numbers. And it isn't even about having the skill because let's face it, you've got Mint, you've got QuickBooks, you've got all kinds of applications out there you can throw on your phone that will track your spending habits. And the reason we don't track our spending habits is because when we acquire those skills, there's a sense of accountability and there's also an obligation. And the truth is, if you're not into managing your finances and have experienced the benefits that come from managing your finances, it's really hard for you to find the motivation to get started. And again, I mentioned this time and time again, that's because of the story. With every action that we take, with every choice we make in life, when we haven't done it yet, the only thing that drives us to take that action is the image we hold in our mind about how great our life is going to be because of it. I mean, let's face it, there are things that you would like to do that you haven't done, but you're excited about them anyway. I mean, I've never parasailed. I've never hang glided. There's a lot of things. I've never jumped out of an airplane. But I mean, just the thought of it, I'm like, oh, wow, if someone were to, if I were to decide that was the uh, thing I wanted to do, if I picked that as my next choice, I wouldn't have any trouble generating some excitement about it because I can, I can kind of already tell how cool that was going to be, how scary it would be to engage in that, right? So you could just get motivated. Someone call you and say, hey, listen, I'm thinking about going skydiving. And the next thing you know, there you are putting, you're getting your crap together, reading all kinds of books about it. You're taking classes. The next thing you're jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. Can you imagine for a second how, how liberating it would feel for you to be debt free? How liberating it would feel for you to be, to wake up and say, damn, look at us. We don't owe anybody anything. We did it, right? Chances are you can't. Chances are you don't even have that on the horizon. That isn't even a reality to you. So when I come along and I say, hey, listen, learn how to acquire your, manage your finances and you will acquire financial independence. You don't have anything on the horizons that gives you any indication that maybe that's even possible. The three steps to success are to pick it. And when you pick it, you pick it based on your value system, who you are and what it will do for you personally. The next step is to build a story around it that makes it more exciting, makes it more desirable than where you are right now. And then the third step is that the action, and the action part of it is directly tied to the story. When you have a great idea and you can't get it off your mind and you just keep thinking about it, and the more you think about it, the better it gets, the next step, one way or the other, is to take action on it. If you want to acquire the skills to manage your finances or to manage anything in your life, to take your life in any new direction, the ticket begins with developing a great story around it, being able to actually imagine how great it's going to be for you to be in that position, to be able to say, hell yeah, look where we're at now. I love what I'm doing. Look at what this is doing for our life. And why do you suppose you're not there? Why do you suppose that's not happening? Why do you suppose you're not living debt-free? It's because of what you know. And what you know right now is it feels good to spend money. And what you know now is that doing things the way you are is a lot better than having to learn something new when you can't even see 
or feel the true outcome of it. Here's a little homework for you to get you started on the idea of figuring out what you truly know about life. Take a look at the things you do today, tomorrow, the next day. Get in the habit of evaluating, not from the standard standard that you've been taught to believe that is, I'm successful because I have this or I do this. Or maybe it's because I, I don't know any other way, right? Take a look at it from the standpoint of actually how it feels to do the things you do. And for everything you do, compared to what you're doing now, come up with an idea about something that would make it better. That would, that would be more enjoyable, more exciting, more satisfying, more fulfilling than what you're doing right now. That is the what you need to know category of your life. See, you're functioning on what you know right now. You're functioning, you wake up every day, and you know you have to get up at five, and this is how you have a successful life, and this is how you eventually own a house, and how you have nice things. This is what you know. But in order for you to actually start growing and elevating your existence, you have to start taking a look at it from the standpoint of this is what I know, but what do I not know anything about? Because it's the unknown that we need to get excited about. It's the unknown that you need to get energized about. And it's the unknown that you need to create those stories about that will motivate you to take the place you are right now, where you are right now in life, and elevate it to that next level. Taking it back to the finances, or even let's move this a step further. Talk about your relationship, right? Again, the same three steps apply. You love your partner. You love your life. It's been kind of rocky, or maybe it's not as great as you had imagined, What would be the first step in that? Well, the first step in that is to establish what you know. I know this is where we are in life. I know this is how our relationship goes. I know, and then take it from there and start looking at what is possible. Can you imagine what it would be like if you and your partner were back in that place you were when you first met? All excited about each other, eager to do things for each other, can't wait to see each other having fun together, laughing like kids together, laughing until you cry. That's the image part of it. That's where you're going. And in order for you to do that, you've got to acquire the knowledge that you aren't currently executing. Obviously, if your relationship isn't there, there's something you don't know. And you know what the really good news is in this is is it's all about imagination. It's all about dreams. And there you are, you're looking at your relationship, you start dreaming about how great it can be, how wonderful it would be for you to be back there. And all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute. I remember when I was young and we first got together, I used to do this for her all the time, or I used to do this for him and I'd, I'd do this and he'd be all excited and we'd have fun and we'd laugh. And, and now you take a look at it. Is that even on the horizon? Do you even think about doing that anymore? There's a good chance you don't. And without that image of something better, without that dream of what can be, you have no reason to move. You don't have no reason to add the additional burden and responsibility to your life to affect that change in your life. You can't get there if you're not dreaming about getting there. And unfortunately, as it turns out, it's what we know that's keeping us from developing the ability to go beyond that. Let's face it, you know where you're at. You know everything about your life. You, it, isn't, it isn't work to figure out what you need to do next. You do it. You've been doing it for years. And if you, if you continue on the path you're on, you're going to continue to do it for years. The question I'm going to ask you is this. Is what you know taking you to the life you continue to dream of living? There's a good chance it's not. 
there's a good chance it's not. Because if it were taking you to where you want to be, you wouldn't have time for this. You'd be busy doing something that you love to do. You'd be busy building that story up and working towards that dream of being financially independent, of having that amazing relationship like you did when you first met. When you think about life and you think about the direction of your life, it all comes down to what you know. I got to mention it because it's critical to our success. You have to develop a strategy for filtering the information that you take in. You have to develop a strategy for filtering the distractions that you engage in. And put simply, if it doesn't benefit you, if it isn't taking your life in a positive direction, there's a good chance that it probably doesn't belong in your life. Now, there are exceptions, of course. I mean, have some fun, right? But if you're going to have some fun, I mean, have some God dang fun. Have some fun. You got to be able to find something that's more exciting than staring at your phone. I mean, if you're going to add something to your life that actually that actually is just for the hell of it, why, why not make it something worth having? Something where you can kind of get excited as that opportunity gets closer and closer, where you can see how it's going to go in your mind, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait three more days, and then we get two. That isn't how it goes. I mean, your phone dings. You pick it up. It's an ad, some sort of notification on something you just happened to look at a day or two ago, and all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you're in this rabbit hole. You're just down the rabbit hole, boy. Wow, I never thought about that, and there's link after link, and before you know it, you're a member of QAnon. You're, you're becoming a decide, trying to decide if you need to become a, a rebel, right? To what end? To what end? I mean, and even even the bad stuff that we engage in, You know, we could avoid a lot of that if we would actually just take the time to evaluate where it's taken us. How great is it going to make our life? All those people on January 6th, you know, those moms and dads and sons and brothers and sisters who, regardless of the reason, regardless of your political position, decided to go out and do that thing they did. Had they just stepped back and said, hmm, what do I know about this? What do I truly know about this? And you know what they didn't know? They didn't know that the political figures they were supporting weren't going to support them when the cops came and arrested them. They didn't know that because of that action, the rest of their lives would change forever. Not only that, but the rest of their children's lives would be changed forever. The, uh, the ability to see the dream, to, to envision the outcome of any of our choices, it's critical regardless of whether it's to the good or the bad because when it comes down to it, all of our choices are taking our life in one of two directions. It's either making our lives better or it's making our lives worse. The question is, how do you define that in your own life? How do you, how do you establish whether any given choice is going to improve your life or it's going to have a detrimental impact on your life. And once again, it all comes down to what you know. And it doesn't come from the world around you. In this case, it comes from within you. And again, do you know how to harvest that information to the point that you understand who you are and where you're going? It's not a class you, you were taught in school. I don't think there was anyone in my educational experience that says, hey, hey, listen, you should probably spend a little time every day thinking about who you are and what you value. 
and then gauge all of your choices against that. So let's say that you're 40 years old, you're married, you're set in your ways. How do you go about redefining what your value system is so when you wake up in the morning, you have some big stuff cooking that inspires you and excites you? Let's talk about how you figure out what's important to you, how you figure out what you need to know. There are two stories that are being perpetuated in the world. They're the things we believe and then the truth. The things we believe can be anything. QAnon, uh, who the best president is, the conspiracy, mask, no mask, the COVID vaccine, conspiracy, right? What we, those are the things we believe, that a house, a house is success, a fancy car is okay, debt is okay. These are the things we believe. And then, of course, there are the facts, the things we know. Pick any one of those things. The, the story out there perpetuated by the media is that owning a house is the best thing since sliced bread. It is the key to financial freedom. That's what they'll tell you. What's the truth? Are you financially free because of the house you purchased? Probably not. So then the other question is, well, what do you know? What, what is the truth in all of this? Where would you find the truth in a society where the world is full of information and there's no way to check and validate any of it? Well, that truth is found within yourself. See, what I figured out when I got close to retirement, I started, I was struggling. I was sitting there going, why aren't we happy? Why aren't I happy? Why aren't I waking up energized and excited about my life? Why does it feel like my friggin' life is a marathon day in and day out? And what I figured out was it's because I am was engaged in this activity that involved chasing stuff that didn't have anything to do with me. I'm working to work. And then one day I woke up, I said, why am I mowing a lawn? And it was because everyone else was mowing a lawn. And then I stopped and that's when I figured it out. I said, Chris, do you like mowing a lawn? Why are you doing this? And the answer was, I didn't have any damn idea except for it's what I'd been taught to do. Now, is this to suggest that everything you have has to inspire you in a positive way, make you feel amazing about yourself? No. That, that conversation with myself about the lawn, it would have been different had that struggle, which is mowing the lawn, been taking my life in a positive direction. I'm mowing this lawn because I own a lawn service and I mow the neighbor's lawn and I'm making $20,000 a month because I've got 20 guys working for me, trucks all over town. And, and my goal is in the next 10 years, I'm going to be financially independent, be able to retire and my lawn company is going to continue to go because I have people that I've, uh, that I've mentored to the point that they know how to manage my company. Oh, you see the difference. And here's the tragedy in it all. You have access to that. You can do that right now. You can actually say, listen, I'm going to do this so that at some point I get to live that life I dream of living. I get to go spend my spend the next 10 years in the Caribbean. I get to live debt-free on a sailboat. I get to travel pretty much whenever I want, and I don't have to worry about money, and my relationship is great, and my employment, I love going to work. It's not work for me. It's just what I do, right? But the problem is none of us believe it. You don't believe this. You're like, oh, bullshit. You can't do that. That isn't because you can't. That's because you don't. It's because of what you know, or in this case, what you don't know. 
Think about anything you would love to do in life. Think about anything you can imagine that would be greater than where you are right now, more inspiring than where you are right now. The only reason you're not standing in there is because you haven't gotten excited enough about it. You haven't generated enough energy about that idea to make it happen. It's a simple strategy. Pick it. Pick it. Whatever it is, your friends, if your friends aren't telling you you're crazy when you start talking about your ideas, you're not reaching for it. It's not big enough. Start talking about it. Start talking about it with your partner, with your friends, thinking about it. And then pick up that phone and learn everything you can about it, even if you don't think it's going to happen, even if you can't imagine it ever happening. And guess what? There will come a time when where you are is no longer acceptable. There will come a time when where you are is no longer where you want to be. And guess what? You won't have to tell yourself, okay, I got to get up and do this. You will get up and do it because it's unavoidable. You will get up and take action toward that goal. And once you get a taste of it, you start seeing the path. You start, oh, wait, wait, maybe if, oh, I see. Oh, okay. When that happens, that's when you'll realize the importance of understanding what you know. That's one more opportunity for you and me. Hopefully, I've given you the opportunity to think about it, uh, to, to go ahead and execute. Pick something small that you really enjoy, maybe mountain biking, maybe walking with your partner. Pick some idea, maybe having a better relationship. Kind of create that story in your mind. Start talking to yourself about it. Start learning about how you can become a better partner. And then allow that, uh, that image just to grow, that idea just to grow within yourself. Get an idea about how great it would be to have your relationship back where it was. And all of a sudden, you will no longer be satisfied with where your relationship is. And, and, and you don't even have to decide on the action. The action naturally comes when you love where you're going more than where you're at. And it all starts by taking an honest evaluation of what you know. The world is full of opportunities for us to live amazing lives. And there are people who do it every day. And even when you're not, there is something just immensely energizing about chasing it, about realizing, hey, listen, I'm not done. In fact, I'm barely getting started. You know, I, I keep saying it, it's, it's really that easy. When you wake up inspired about something in life, it's easy to go after. It's easy to get excited about it. If you're not satisfied with any aspect of your life, it all comes down to what you know. Get out there, learn it, try it, test it, dare to dream Dare to share those dreams with the people you love. And before you know it, guess what? You're going to be standing on top of your mountain. Hey, listen, guys, until next time, be sure you launch every action, every choice, every decision, every conversation from a platform of kindness. I guarantee it will make your life better. And more than that, it will make the world better. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is your best life defined. Thanks for tuning in.